The Great West College Hockey Podcast from the Summer Skate Studios is brought to you by Liberty University. Bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. M-Drive, honest ingredients, real science. Take our quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which of our products are right for you. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. UNLV Hockey. Follow the Skate and Rebels championship run all season long. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. Drurians and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your room at one of our over 150 locations at druryhotels.com. Burrito Express. Your local burrito joint with six East Valley locations. University of Arizona Hockey. Be a part of building not just a championship culture, but the future. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org. Summer Skates. Order your custom koozies or shower shoes at SummerSkates.com and show your game in comfort and style. Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, your next Allegiant Stadium event, or catering your office party. We are the best of barbecue Las Vegas style. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Wednesday night, which means it's time for the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight in beautiful, hot Phoenix, Arizona. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh joining me from Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen's been on vacation, spent a little time near the ocean where it was nice and cool and everything was exciting. And now he's back in Vegas where he's really got to work and, uh, and, <laughs> and things are starting to pick up. So uh, we're going to welcome Stephen in here in just a minute. Um, anyway, uh, the hockey season, especially the ACHA season, getting very, very close now, folks, because what we've found is there is uh, the schools have started, and once school starts, it's time for uh, the practices to begin, and the competition will soon follow after. So, Stephen Marsh, how are you tonight? Vacation. Yeah, that's something you don't know how to do. <laughs> I don't know a thing about. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I, I did the whole... Uh, I forgot to push the call-in button there, so there was a little delay there. But but I, I was just waiting because I, I want you to wake me up when August ends. August isn't over yet. It's one we got a few more hours left of it uh, because <laughs> September's coming, and that means I'm actually going to have to start doing things again, which I don't know if I'm, yeah. I like that or not. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be working, my friend. You've got oh, yeah. some big, big responsibilities coming up. But Oh, yeah, very big. <laughs> uh, uh, the Great West College Hockey Podcast, so for people that don't know, maybe been taking the summer off as well and – now they're back listening because uh, it is time. It's uh, the classes are in session here. From I can see the Arizona State campus from my window. I can tell you that there are classes going on, and uh, things are underway here as well as practices. Uh, uh, Arizona State um, NCAA has uh, been on the ice a couple of days, and now the ACHA team has been on the ice a couple of days. So things are are starting to uh, percolate and get closer to the start of the hockey season. So I thought it was a great time and you actually brought this up, but I said, let's, let's kind of go around the WCHL and uh, let's do the Marsh whip around. We haven't done one of those in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We haven't done one of those in a while. 
Uh, so was... tell, tell everybody out there what the Marsh Whip Around is, because I mean that's just it's starting to become iconic. I think it's going to be a regular part of the show. Oh no, that means <laughs> I have to. That means I have to put together more notes. <laughs> oh no, what did I do? I'm just giving myself more work. <laughs> uh, that's okay. <laughs> I guess uh, I got to earn that paycheck somehow. Uh, explain, explain the Marsh Whip Around. And I don't know why I come up with these days. I have Mar- Marsh Whip Around. I, I'm. We're gonna have Marsh on the Road is gonna be really active this year, so it's gonna. There's a lot of stuff with Marsh in it. I don't. I don't know what this is. We got. We got to get you with with Scott stuff. So how about? <laughs> hey, I've got Scott's. plenty of that. I don't need any more, my friend. All right, tell us what the whip around is so we can get started because uh, this is gonna take us a full hour, I think. It might. It might take us a few hours. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe 59 minutes. Maybe there might be one minute left when we're done. <laughs> uh, whip around. You know, just means this kind of. We're just gonna kind of talk about each team uh, briefly, but it may take more than briefly. But we're just going to kind of catch people up on some things that have either happened or maybe some things that are coming up. I put in there, you know, upcoming their first games. And just kind of we just kind of go around the different teams in the WCHL, kind of get everybody up to speed on what the different teams are, are up to uh, as we get into September here as, uh, as the season will start for uh, – well, a lot of teams have already started camps, as you mentioned, but we're going to be starting games. Some teams are going to be starting games in the middle of September. Some teams are going to be starting games at the end of September. Certainly by October, everybody will, will get in the action. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be busy, and uh, there's still some things going to happen before then. So we'll get everybody up to speed. Okay, so before we get everybody up to speed and we get started on everything, before you start sending hate mail and hate text towards me, we can only do what you provide us with, folks. So if your team uh, doesn't seem like it's getting all the love that it deserves or whatever, that could very well be because you haven't put much out there. You got you to gotta be active. What's, what's my favorite word, Stephen? What relevant, do you have to be relevant? But but you know what? I have to give the teams credit because I was doing some stuff online and the the websites. I, I really think the teams are doing a lot more better job of uh, better. That doesn't sound. That sounds like a double. Are doing a lot better at uh, keeping their stuff updated. And uh, there's some teams that still don't have a lot out there right now. Uh, but and so that'll be reflective about what we talk about. But uh, I, I do have to give the teams credit. It does seem like there's more out there for these uh, different teams. So I was able to kind of put together a few things for almost every team. So that was good. Yeah, and, and that's what I say. So if some of them are deeper than others, it means that, that they're putting out more information and they're inviting us to talk about it. And that's exactly what we do. We're willing to put it out there and, and dig into what you're doing. You just need to let us know. So, um, you know, you want to be on the show. You want to have somebody, uh, you want to have a player on the show. You want to do any of that stuff. Uh, it's easy. Just reach out to us. Uh, you can come on to our text line. Uh, which is available as well, and uh, you can uh, get on there. We'll give you that here in just a few minutes as to how to join the uh, the text line. You can send us a message, and uh, Stephen and I will be uh, doing our best to at least answer them as best that we can or pass them on. So that is, uh, that's always an option. Um, and like I said, the, the beauty of it is the more that you give us, the more that we can promote your program. So we suggest all the time that you get on board and um and go from there so um we'll uh we'll take it from there and i think i think we uh are ready to start rolling so why don't you take it away my friend well this this is probably where do you want to start first of all where do you want to start (laughs) well i don't know this is this is a tough one Uh, i guess i'll start right here at home at unlv (laughs) 
Uh, the scarlet and gray just colored be- glasses on. No, good one. Good one, because, because I was there last week. Yeah, let's you start and with- I were there. Let's start right there, because they did a fantastic job of fundraising. And, hey, if you want to know how to fundraise, just follow UNLV around a little bit. Yeah, follow UNLV around. We went to their giving day. They had an event there at the Luxor at the eSports Arena there for a couple hours. They were pushing on social media and I guess making calls, whatever you want to do, to get people to, to donate. Um, and they had the players broken up in different teams and, and on, on, that, on the giving side and people could donate. And then afterwards they got to play a few a few games, which they are still college kids, so they still love to, to play, do some gaming, and they got to do that a little bit afterwards. But um, And then it kind of continued into Sunday officially, but I think it's even still up now and people can still donate. So I don't, I don't know. Sunday, they made it seem like Sunday was going to be the end of that, but, but, but it's still up and I think people can still donate. The last time I checked... It's up to $61,287. The goal was 50000 so they've exceeded that. They actually got about 10000 I believe, in the two hours we were there. They got about $10,000 uh, in donations just alone while we were there at the at the event. So that was uh, exciting. So they got to pass their goal of 50000 which I told Nick, I said, does that mean that means, right, at 50000 it cuts off, right? No more can, people can donate? Of course, that's, that's silly. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, he, he jumped all over that right away, going like that. It's absolutely incorrect. <laughs> no, no, people can still still donate to them. Um, so there's, I think there's still ways you can, I think you can still do that on, on the uh, UNLV Hockey website. And you did a nice feature, too, uh, that, that's up as well about that. Uh, and then the next day, I wasn't there because I, I wanted to, clear my head for a few days <laughs> but uh uh get out of get out of the heat and go to cooler places but you you were here in vegas still and you got to go to the golf tournament so fill us on how that went at revere yeah i mean 152 players which is over the max um and uh you know it was first class all the way it started at 8 a.m in the morning it got hot but the players loved it they got through uh the uh, the golf they had the dunk tank they had the golf ball drop from the top of a uh, uh, henderson fire department truck which was kind of cool and uh they they had all kinds of good stuff good food good prizes but most of all the people that were there told me uh one thing they're there to support unlv rebel hockey they love it one of the guys jay ship that i had a chance to interview with told me this and i thought this kind of is the epitome of the growth of unlv hockey he said we love coming back and every year we come back and if we could support this on our own we would Obviously, we can. It costs thousands of dollars, upwards of about half a million, to uh, to run this program for a year. But um, he said, we come back, we're ready to play, we're excited to help the program, and every year we have a few more dollars in our pocket. So what does that tell you? That tells you about growth, doesn't it? It doesn't, especially as we come out of a pandemic. Maybe maybe money's a, an issue with some people. There's some people that are still able to, to donate and help that out. Um, I think it was interesting. You asked Nick, and I think it was even on it was on the on camera, so we can share it. it was uh, I think you asked him how much it costs to 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 run a program uh, essentially uh, for their program each year, and I think he said about four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty close amazing. to half a million. Close to half a million, which <laughs> is a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> well, just think. Hold on a minute. Just think of where this team is going this year. Yeah, they're uh, well, they're planning on a trip to the national tournament. That's in Boston, in, uh, he, in and, March. And he mentioned that the flights and stuff, inflation and stuff. But yeah, Boston. Go ahead. And then they're going to Denver to start the season. Then they're going to go to Alaska uh, the second, third week of the season, I guess. Um, then they're coming back, and they they've got trips planned out to Liberty, which, by the way, is in uh, Virginia. 
So um, there, there's a lot of travel involved for this this program, and they don't spare any expense because they want their guys to have a first class experience. And you know, if you want to make that next jump, which we all think is is on the horizon for UNLV, and that's of course going NCAA hockey, uh, you got to start now preparing people and and getting people. Um, how how do I say this? It's not not just preparing, but getting them ready, I guess, for what will be uh, a really big jump and a really exciting jump if if and when that happens. So, uh, I want to throw out the text line in case anybody's got anything that they want to uh, talk to us about. You can text us at three zero three nine four three three seven seven two three zero three nine four three three seven seven two. If you've got any questions about any of the uh, WCHL teams, and I certainly didn't want to leave out Oregon and San Diego State, but this is the uh, the WCHL Marsh whip around. So we'll get back to uh, Oregon and San Diego State being our two newest teams, and uh, we'll talk about them. And I'm sure we'll sneak in a little something about Liberty and uh, Adrian as well in the uh, the next podcast. But for this one, uh, we're sticking to the WCHL. So that kind of wraps up the golf tournament. What else you got? Well, you mentioned about the co- we talked about the costs and you talked about these trips and stuff, but they also need ice time too. And they're going to do a couple. They're, 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 this was announced uh, last week. Of course, we got got the scoop kind of a little a preview of it on last week's show when we had Nick Ramoni on. But they're going to have their home opener. Their first home game of the season is going to be October seventh against Utah, and that's going to be at the Dollar Loan Center in in Henderson. They're the home of the uh, Henderson Silver Knights, so they're going to play their first game of the season there at the Dollar Loan Center. They're also going to play a game there. And that hasn't been officially announced, but I think it was announced on our show. They're also going to play the Alaska uh, game uh, against Alaska that they're coming to Vegas for. Uh, they're going to play at the Dollar Loan Center there. Then the next night, UNLV plays October 8th at the Lifeguard. So that's going to be a whole Henderson weekend. So that first weekend of games, not even going to be at City <laughs> National. It's going to be in Henderson. Dollar Loan Center and then Lifeguard Arena. Didn't Nick say he was calling it... Uh Henderson is home or whatever for the weekend. Yeah, home means Henderson. Weekend. Yeah, home means Henderson. There you go. You got yeah. it right. For so that's how UNLV is going to tie in again. Just one more way that they keep doing this. And I know people say, "Oh yeah, you guys just talk about UNLV." Well, why not? I mean, look what they're doing. And uh, if they're going to continue to do that, we're going to continue to talk about them. So yeah, because there we, we go. We want to be part of that. The other couple other notes. Uh, they they've begun their camp this week. I saw some social media posts about that. So they're out on the ice skating around and getting all that going. They're going to have a scrimmage on September 10th. So that'll be coming up a week from Saturday. And then I then we also learned that Kenny McCutton is scheduled to come out and help with camp. Not sure when that starts. I, I'm guessing next week. It usually usually comes the week that they do their scrimmage. So I would guess that he'd be here next week, but don't know for sure. But that is the plan for him to come out for that. He's been out here helping UNLV's uh, program during this time of year, uh, the last few years that they've been able to, to do that. So, Well, I'll definitely reach out to Kenny and see if we can't get him to come on the podcast because yeah. he loves talking hockey and what a great what a great guy, what a great teacher uh, and, and guy with NHL experience. You can't, you can't beat that, right? You just can't replicate it. If you can get him, you take him. Okay, yeah. what do you got up next in the whip around? And then you're right. In a month from t- tomorrow, I will be in uh, Denver to cover the uh, UNLV's uh, game against uh, Denver uh, University Ooh, with their NCAA exhibition and, game. And guess what? The Pioneers got some new jerseys. <laughs> they just debuted them tonight, so look out. You're going to see some new jerseys on the Pioneers. 
Well, that'll be that'll be exciting. <laughs> <I've> been, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, that'll be really exciting. The uh, the NCAA ex- exhibition, ACHA versus the national champions at the NCAA level doesn't get any better than that. So if you're in Denver, get out to Magnus uh, and, and cheer on one of the two teams. Pick either one; it doesn't matter. Get out and uh, and watch some really good hockey. I agree. I agree. That'll be good hockey. All right, who you got up next? How about our friends in Utah? We'll go up the uh, the 15 freeway up to Salt Lake area. And uh, some notes I've got from there, scouting their, their pages. Uh, of course, their schedule's out. Their first games are going to be September 29th through October 1st. They're going to be at GCU, and then they'll have a couple of games against ASU. Uh, their home opener is not until October 21st against GCU. They're going to have 14 home games overall this season. Uh, October 7th and 8th, as we mentioned, they'll be here at UNLV. And then 14th and 15th, they have no games. And then the weekend after, there's their home opener. And then, of course, on December 1st, they have their popular skate and autograph with team events that they do. Uh, let me let me break some news for you, because I reached out to uh, the director of hockey and president of the, uh, the and general manager of the men's program up at Utah, A.J. Bolden, and uh, AJ just got back to me. He said he had a really busy day and that he apologized for not being able to come on the show tonight. But he would love to be on the podcast and he would love to try to schedule all three of their coaches uh, to give them a chance to talk Utah hockey. And, of course, AJ said he would be happy to join as well. So we got some Utah guys coming up in the very near future. So we'll look forward to having them on as guests and let them talk about that great program that's uh, underway there. And I know Nick Raboni gave them a lot of props. He goes, yeah. You know, Utah coming here, its uh, they keep getting better every year, and they're going to be tough competition to open up the season at the Dollar Loan Center. Yeah, and, and if you're Utah, that's got to be exciting for them too. They're going to be involved in that weekend, uh, the, especially the game at the Dollar Loan Center. So, uh, of course, last year Utah got to be involved in the U- UNLV's uh, first ever Midnight Madness, So I'm sure, <laughs> which I'm sure they enjoyed too, but I'm sure they're – probably looking forward to this trip to, to Vegas because they won't even get to go to City National. They'll be playing in Henderson at Dollar Loan Center and, of course, at uh, at the uh, at the Lifeguard Arena. So, if you know, you, there's always two teams involved in these things. UNLV, of course, the host team and, and putting it on. But, of course, there's always going to be a team that comes in and be involved on the visiting end, and, and Utah is going to be the beneficiary of that. So that's got to be exciting for those guys. So I'll have to ask them about that when they come on our show. The other thing we'll ask um, – mentioned too and, and depending on if we get them on before or after this happens is uh their alumni weekends coming up this uh september as well that's going to be september 22nd through the 24th of the golf tournament on the 22nd they're going to do a hockey game on the the 23rd or have a celebration social following that and then the 24th they'll have their alumni family barbecue and then the men's two uh team will start their season with their home opener so uh, that's a big weekend for them and I'm, i know they're looking forward to that and so that'll be coming up the weekend of September 22nd through the 24th. Good stuff. The Utes uh, bringing it. They were so close to making a national tournament last year, and I think they learned an awful lot. We'll find out from uh, both Morgan and uh, AJ what they learned and what they'll put into uh, practice this year to make sure that doesn't happen again and that they actually get to that national tournament. But all right, where's the uh, Marsh Whiparound going next? Well, I think we're going to, Rub noses with you there in Arizona. We'll talk about our Arizona teams. Got my and, nose up against the glass as we speak here. Well, good thing because <laughs> we're talking Arizona State next. Okay, bring it on, my friend. Uh, 
some things I got from their uh, from their end of things that they did actually put out their roster so people can go on and look at that. Uh, their roster has been released of their players that are going to play. D one, D two, D three, all of them. Yep. Uh, their practice schedule is out so people know what time they can they practice. So it's going to be Tuesday through Thursdays, one twenty to two twenty in the afternoon, and their season opens up the end of September and October against Utah. They'll host Utah. Uh, they're going to have 15 home games this season, 19 road games. Eight of those games will be against Arizona. Of course, they battle for the Cactus Cup once again this season. And, of course, we uh, also know that uh, ASU's ACHA team will, it sounds like, will split time between Oceanside, which is still around, and then, of course, the new the new facility that the NCA team plays out of. But there's another rink in that place, and that's where the ACHA team will play some rinks there at that uh, multi-purpose facility, Molot Arena, whatever you want to call it, the other rink on that in that facility. So, uh, so they'll get to do all that. So that's uh, what's happening with Arizona State. So it's exciting for the ACHA team too because they're going to be involved in, in some of that. Yeah, I got a quick too, up- around the whole program. I got a quick update from okay. uh, my best referee friend out there in Arizona. I happened to run into him. He was officiating the Arizona State NCAA scrimmage. So. Uh, he was telling me that he doesn't think uh, the club teams are going to be able to play in that new building until probably February just because of uh, potential conflicts of uh, scheduling with uh, the NCAA team being and then, there. And then, of course, and then an NHL and, team uh, the Coyotes the, being yeah, there. The, the NHL team crashing the party, too. <laughs> yeah, well, and here's the thing with the NHL team. Uh, I got a good look at the uh, outside of the uh, $20 million annex that the Coyotes are building uh, next to uh, Mullet Arena. And uh, that's got a long ways to go. I don't know that they can get that done before February, but it's still maybe. it's it's still well underway, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is framed now. But okay. uh, as anybody knows, the uh, the long part of uh, a building is on the inside, so you got to get it closed up, and then you got to start doing the stuff that takes time on the inside. And this just isn't any annex, right? This is going to host host uh, the uh, Coyotes offices and the Coyotes. Uh, locker room. I believe the the visiting NHL locker room will also be there. They have their full medical equipment going in there. So like x-ray machines, probably even an MRI machine. I don't know. It's going to have everything in it. So this is something that you're not just going to throw together over the weekend. It's going to take you a little time to get it done. Especially if you anticipate the Coyotes going to be there for a few years, they they have to put effort into. Well, they got a three-year lease. Whether whether we whether we like it or not, that's the situation we're presented with, and and they have to they have to accommodate them, and they they're building that for them, and and getting getting it up to ship and shape, and and they have to they have to be able to keep it to NHL standards as best they can. So, and uh, and until they get that annex built, um, the NHL visiting team is going to be housed in the locker rooms of the community rink. So they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to use that space and I think that's why the uh, the ACHA teams are going to not be able to play there and um, Oceanside is uh, set to be demolished in in I think March, the end of March. So So we'll get one um, more we'll get one more season it sounds like of the ACHA teams majority of their season will be at the uh, Oceanside. Certainly sounds that way. And right now, um, even the NCAA team is not in New Mullet Arena, and they probably won't be until October, which means um, when they open on the 14th of October, I believe it is, they'll they'll probably won't have been in that building very much longer than the team that they're going to be facing. (laughs) But, but But still the target is their first home game is to be in the new arena. Yeah, that's correct. That uh, they plan on being there the, uh, 
but would be the third week of October, I guess. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's so ex- how that all rolls. Exciting, exciting there in Arizona. <laughs> it, it's good. Uh, I will tell you that it's 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 odd though because to have an NHL team come and, and I was by the building several times uh, this week, and when I would go by there, there's no sign of anything NHL. It's all college. That doesn't say the the Coyotes will be playing here. It doesn't say anything like that. It well, just it's strictly all ASU, which is what it was well, built for. Well, that makes Paul that makes Paul Hornstein uh, pretty happy, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. Um, but and anyway, it stays, and I'm sure he hopes it stays that way. He hopes Holly does it. Hopefully, he doesn't. He probably hopes that there's not a lot of Coyotes uh, signage around there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that's uh, that's a big thing. But okay, where are we going next on the Marsh Whip Round? Uh, Arizona. We'll go down the. Uh, What's the freeway there? We'll go down the, the, the freeway there to the uh, I ten. The I ten. About one hundred and twenty miles. I, know, I knew I could count on you for your Arizona. And you can top uh, you yep. can top it out at about ninety ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like you've done that a time or two. <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm not endorsing that, folks. It's just a little joke. Just a little joke. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, we will go down to uh, Arizona, and uh, I. Go to their website and they have a countdown, and those are all, those are always exciting. And I saw thirty days till Davenport, so there we go. We're at the countdown. Thirty days until their first game against Davenport, uh, and then of course they're going to be going to to Michigan. But I think that I think that Davenport game is at home, if I'm not mistaken. But oh no, I think that I think they were going to go away for that actually. But anyway, uh, no, so, no, no, no. That, that, you're right. Those games, Davenport, Davenport is coming to Arizona. It's right. Then they go gonna, on the road to Michigan for Dearborn. Dearborn, Dearborn, Dearborn right. and Adrian. That's right, because uh, that Davenport was going to play uh, another uh, Arizona team that weekend. So, uh, anyways, uh, so that, they got that coming up. Uh, they have tryouts coming up on September twelfth, the thirteenth, and the fourteenth, from four thirty to six thirty at the TCC. Uh, those interested must attend a meeting at the U of A Campus Recreation Center on uh, September first. So that'd be tomorrow at four p.m. Uh, I guess there's more there's more information available on the Arizona Wildcats hockey website and social media, so we won't bore you all the details here. But if more people are interested in that, they can go online to their website uh, for that. But uh, well, uh, and anybody that knows, we we've, we've had the Arizona guys on that that played uh, in the in the uh, Maccabee. <laughs> Maccabee, Maccabee yes. you got whatever it. you want to call it. Well, uh, whatever is correct, uh, Paul Hornstein will let us know in just a second. I'm certain of that. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, the, the University of Arizona, the fact that they're going to get tryouts at the TCC on the 12th, 13th, and 14th of September is already a win for them. Um, that doesn't, you know, I don't know if they'll travel or not. I saw they were doing spin class. A lot of the guys were uh, getting. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul just chimed in with Maccabee. <laughs> yeah, and his comment before that is uh, is point yeah, on too. Yeah, <laughs> we we know that we can't. That that's too colorful to put out there. But yeah. anyway, uh, that's why you follow us, folks. That's why you get on live with us on the uh, the podcast. Yeah, because you don't get the you don't get the no. chat uh, conversations on the replays. No, you don't. You you want to do it live. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, what's coming up there. Of course, Chad Berman does a great job, and let's not forget there's a. There's a groundbreaking going on in uh, in uh, Tucson, Arizona, this fall for their new facility, two sheet facility, which will be fantastic and just be a boom for the uh, the whole community of Tucson as they go from there. So, all right, Marsh Whip around. Where are we going next? Uh, we'll finish up the Arizona 
track. I guess we'll go back. Boy, this was bad. This was bad on the traffic and your on your gas mileage because now we're going to go back into. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> I should have. Thanks a lot. We I wish did... I had a hybrid now. <laughs> or an electric car like a Tesla or something. Because <laughs> no, now we're going to go back into the, the Phoenix area and we're going to head up back up to Grand Canyon. See, I should have. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Grand Canyon. <laughs> Uh, so go ahead. The big thing with Grand Canyon is they've announced some uh, coaching staff changes for them. Uh, they're going to add a couple of coaches they've added. Uh, Danny Roy has uh, John Oliver and Darren Oliver as assistants. Uh, they've also promoted their D2 coach, Reed Miller, to the top level. And, of course, he'll focus on defense as well as strength and conditioning uh, for the D1 team. And if I could pull up the information about their uh, – New coaches. This is uh, they've got some quite quite some experience. Uh, John Oliver began his coaching career in 1981. Uh, he helped lead three teams to British Columbia Hockey League championships, and then uh, he's won five Thorn Cup titles, which is the Western States Hockey League, a Kelly Cup, and the ECHL, a Taylor Cup, the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Um, not the, the not this Western Collegiate Hockey League, another one. But uh, Oliver has also led 14 teams to their championship finals in 25 years as head coach. So uh, it'll be nice to have, have him join Danny Roy at the, at the helm there. And then uh, Darren Oliver uh, steps out of a fruitful playing career and into coaching for the first time. He finishes a 15-year career. Um, well, he, uh, his finest year of 15-year career was in 2010-2011 with uh, Deutsch uh, Essen Hockey Liga's Player of the Year and also led his teams to DEL championships in 2011. 12, 12, 13. Which I learned this weekend or this week um, from my friend Steve Potvin that that is a German league, I believe, the DEL. I believe so. I, yeah, Deutsche Eastern Hockey Liga. That that's, that's, sounds German, so I would, I would, I would concur with that. <laughs> and it is almost Oktoberfest. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. So, um, quote for by Roy in this article, it says, ultimately this will lead to a culture shift for our guys when facing adversity, our players will know what to do, and these coaches are all about the team-first approach. Um, so alongside his father, Darren, is helping also to coach the uh, Junior Coyotes uh, 150 Tier 1 team this year. So they'll be involved with that as well. So uh, that should be uh, good for GCU, beefing up their coaching staff with uh, Danny Roy there and and uh, trying to improve upon them uh, behind the bench and the, the roster. And uh, we'll mention their uh, first game, is going to be September 28th at home against Davenport. So there's the other team that Davenport plays in Arizona that weekend. September 29th, they host Utah. And then, uh, in fact, the first four games are at home at AZ Ice Arcadia because they'll also play October 7th and 8th against Arizona uh, there in uh, AZ Ice Arcadia in Phoenix. Right in the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. Can't uh, argue that. I will say a couple things about Grand Canyon. First of all, Danny's done a fantastic job of bringing on uh, not only talented players, but now talented coaches as well. And you talk around the league, and you and I have talked about this as well, but when you talk to other coaches, one of the things they say is they're a little nervous about Grand Canyon because they usually fly under the radar. You don't really know what they're going to be like until you play against them. Then you find out that they are really tough as nails. And, and uh, win, and lose, it, or draw, they're they're competing. And it's tough to win at uh, Easy Ice Arcadia. That is oh, a tough. That is a, a tough, home ice advantage. That is a tough environment. And, and, yes, teams go in there and win, but it is not usually not easy to do. Of course, you could probably say that about every venue, but for some reason, I mean, even like UNLV, they've, they've had – they've come out with wins out of there, but it's, it's always a dogfight. And then certainly – 
Arizona's going to go there, and it'll be early in the season for them, so uh, it'll be uh, a tough environment for for them to, to do that. But uh, So a, a good chance for Grand Canyon to get off get off to a good start because, as I said, their first four games will be at home, and it is a tough place to, to play. And uh, so maybe they can get off on the right uh, right skate. Uh, ah, uh, good I, one. Well, instead of uh, using foot, we use skate because they're on skates <laughs> when they're playing hockey. And uh, <laughs> good, good stuff right there, man. Yeah. You just don't get that anywhere. See what happens when you go on a vacation? You just you, you should try it. Clear your head. Clear exactly. your head. You come back to sharp. Except you forget back. to. Except you forget to touch the call on the start of the show. <laughs> No problem. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's pick up the remainder of the Western Collegiate Hockey League and uh, in the Marsh Whip Around in about three minutes. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice, as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. If your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong, see if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs. I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Your hometown hockey team. Your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Ask any hockey player in the desert Southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. 
Now you can show off your game in style with Summer Skates. Officially licensed Summer Skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your Summer Skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of Summer Skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. From the Summer Skates Studios, this is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Hello, fans. My name is Hunter Mazzillo, and I'm number 26 for the UNLV Skate and Rebels, and you're listening to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Uh, I always love that. I always love it when we get our guys to talk a little bit about it and promote it for us. So thank you, Hunter Mazzillo. We appreciate that. Uh, if you've got a player that you'd like to uh, to jump on and represent uh, your team as well, by all means, uh, get in touch with us, and we'll be happy to do it. This is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Scott Serendi with you tonight from a very hot Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, my car temperature today at one point, Stephen, said 122. I think I sent you a picture of it. Um, it. It was not quite that hot, but, boy, a car sitting in the sun easily climbs over that number. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's late August in the desert, and that's what happens. So my co-host is always Stephen Marsh, joining us from Las Vegas, Nevada, fresh off that nice vacation at the beach. Jeez. I mean, we all wish we could have that life. You just go to the beach and kick back for a little while. Well, yeah, I didn't spend any time at the beach. But uh, but, but you were in 77 degrees because you rubbed it in my face several times. Yes, it was that. But actually, as I was leaving there, they were getting ready for their heat wave and extreme heat they were going to be i think around 100 in some places or i think the beaches were going to get around 90 degrees or something so it was going to be very hot there too <laughs> okay so we left the uh, marsh whip around with grand canyon let's jump over to the show me state missouri state tell us about missouri state and the ice bears and what they got scheduled coming up this season yeah you see the uh you saw my little notes i sent to you so that's right that's next is missouri state uh they announced their roster uh, so pe- we'll, you can look at that on their website. Their roster is announced for their uh, their D1 team. Uh, they have their seventh annual golf tournament coming up on September 10th, which is uh, very soon, uh, a week from uh, what's that? Week from the Saturday. Uh, their first game is uh, here's here. They always kind of st- they always seem to start earlier than everybody else, but their first game is going to be September 16th and 17th at Illinois State. Uh, and then they'll play their first home game on September 30th and October 1st against Illinois. Uh, they'll also have a couple of games. Uh, they'll make their West Coast trip, I guess you want to say. Uh, last year they came out to Vegas. This year they're going out to Arizona as they'll play their uh, outside their divisional uh, weekend set at Arizona on the 27th and 28th of January. Uh, so it won't be quite a 23-hour bus ride to get to Arizona like it did when they got when they oh it could be it could be (laughs) well it's just going a little different direction but it could be especially in january you never know (laughs) and then uh they're going to do something uh for the first time this year they're going to do a a dad's trip uh an inaugural dad's trip you know that's so popular at the nhl level but they're going to do one at the acha level the weekend of february 3rd and 4th 
when they go to the University of Oklahoma. Uh, so uh, I guess the dads of the players can can get involved and, and make that trip with them. And, and there's information about that on their website for that. So that's a, that's exciting. A dad's trip, yeah, that, that would be, they should try to do that more in the, at the ACHA level. I know it's kind of tough because of the circumstances and stuff, but that, oh, those dad's trips are always kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me tell you, Missouri State is another one of those programs that just continues to put themselves out there. And that's how you uh, continue to advance up not only the ACHA D1 ranks, but if you ever have aspirations of making the jump to NCAA hockey, you have to do that. And they have a great program. They've got a great general manager and a great coaching staff and great support system. Um, so they, they get out there and they put themselves out there and they come up with new ideas, new creative ideas, the dad's trip being one of them and the fact that uh, they get started early. Um, there's a little thing here going on, though. The seventh annual golf tournament, um, I think Vegas had a seventh annual or something like that. It's in that area. Guess who else started a company seven years ago? Yeah, it all ties in. You don't even have to mention it. <laughs> anyway, grow the game. Is this where you want to pat any... yourself on the back again? Yeah, I know. You're just, just looking for self-affirmation. Yeah, my, my shoulder just went out, <laughs> reaching to my back on that one. But, yeah, um, cover the game to grow the game. That's what it's all about. So, yeah, congratulations to Missouri State for always keeping themselves out there and visible. And that one word that you know I love, right? Yeah, relevant. They actually relevancy, relevancy, and they put out a nice video too. They had a nice, I guess, a commercial or advertisement, uh, thirty second thing that was put together and was pretty well done. So uh, they're an exciting team. Watch they they put on a pretty good uh, broadcast for their home games uh, with uh, Steve Casson, who does their games. I met him at the national tournament. He did some of the ACHA national tournament games too, and he's he's a nice guy and well prepared and, and knows his stuff. So. Uh, he he does uh, a good job for their broadcast. So they, yeah, they they do. It's top notch. And of course, you were there. They have quite a horn. You went to <laughs> you went to the uh, games there one of the weekends, right? And uh, they had quite a, a goal horn too that you like. <laughs> what do they have? A goal horn. Oh, yeah. Wow, yep. you, good they job. got one. Good job. <laughs> good job finding that. <laughs> really fast <laughs> well i have that close i have that close all the time because you never know if you get if you start running yep. too long that is sound the goal horn that uh, <laughs> that stops everything kind of like when oh. you when you watch an award show and they start playing the music when these, <laughs> yeah. these acceptance speeches go a little too long they start playing the music from hockey wise Missouri you're gonna State play this horn. either that or you're gonna play the 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 bells or the uh the the cowbells the, the same with those for acha <laughs> for uh ahl stuff so this is acha stuff but yeah good job missouri state okay uh, let's move on because the whip around is uh, starting to take a little time here. So let's move on to the team that finished national runner-ups in the uh, in the national tournament for ACHA D1, Central Oklahoma. Tell us about them. Well, now we're going to get to some of these teams that there's not a lot out there right now. So uh, I'll get to Central Oklahoma, uh, unless you know some more about them than, than I do. But, uh, uh, yes, the ACHA national runner-ups uh, in the national tournament the defending WCHL champions as well. Uh, they have their blue gold game coming up on September 17th at uh, 4.30 p.m. And uh, I didn't see them put out a schedule yet. It may be out there. I did, maybe I didn't see it. But, uh, but yeah, they're going to be uh, – we could talk about them – I, I I wonder if they if they've recovered yet if they <laughs> from the national the national tournament because uh, 
I was tired watching all of those periods of their hockey, and and I just—it's been a few months now. I just wonder if they've even been able to. You stole my thunder. That's exactly what I was going to say. Michael Rivera is probably just resting up still after coaching his team through overtime after overtime after overtime. They were so close, uh, being ousted only by uh, by the champion Lindenwood Lions, who have now moved up to the NCAA ranks and. Man, Central Oklahoma is just a force from uh, day one until obviously the last game of the ACHA season. So I would expect nothing uh, less from Michael and his staff and uh, his group of returning players. As you mentioned, they're also the defending WCHL champs, which uh, I know Coach Berman and and uh, the guys up at UNLV also um, with Nick and Anthony would love to uh, to take away from them and. I think every team thinks they have a shot, but Central Oklahoma is a battling team that will be there day in and day out, and uh, Michael Revere does a fantastic job with them. So hopefully we get some more information from them because uh, they're definitely worth talking about. Well, well, I did. You know, I had to go to Instagram. You know, they, they, they seem to put their stuff out on Instagram more, which is not my first source of stuff to check for stuff, but uh, they do. Uh, they did put their information about their golf tournament. It's coming up on September 12th. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, they, this is after a two-year hiatus. Um, their golf tournament has returned. Uh, it's at the Rose Creek Golf Club out there in uh, central Oklahoma. Uh, not Norman, Oklahoma. Just, ah, <laughs> nice catch. <laughs> made that. Nice catch. <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, so that's going on. Their, their training camp started on August uh, 22nd. Uh, there's stuff about uh, student passes. I'm still trying to see uh, a schedule. I don't. Maybe I have to go further back on the, the timeline here. But uh, 23 days they're counting, I guess, till their first game. So it's it's coming up. The 24 days. Uh, that was uh, as of uh, uh, six hours ago. So yeah, 23 days until their home opener. So it's uh, it's getting close for them too, and and uh, so it's exciting to to see that. But yeah, if you go to their Instagram page, they have their latest commits and everything. Oh, there's their schedule right there. Uh, so yeah, they're going to open up the season against Maryville on September 23rd and the 24th. That's going to be a, at home. And then they'll go to Colorado state on the 30th and the first, and you know, they'll play the pretty st- standard teams in the WCHL home and away in their division, like Oklahoma, Missouri state, Colorado state and Colorado home and away. And then of course they'll play, uh, their, their West, their trip out in the uh, West division is going to be, uh, let's see, where is it? I believe they're coming out to play uh, Arizona uh, State this year, um, or Arizona. Maybe it's Arizona. I have to see what they're. Uh, I'm trying to look real quick here. Um, anyways, but so they're going to be coming out this way again. Oh no, they're going to play Utah. They're going to go up to Salt Lake City and play up in Utah. So that'll be. Ah, uh, that'll be a good series. That'll be a good, series really good weekend series for the for the Utes and for the uh, and for the um, Broncos. Absolutely. Okay, so let's slide across Oklahoma and let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the guys, uh, the Sooners, because they've got a new coach and um, they're really making some waves. They want to start putting themselves back on the map and be a powerhouse in uh, ACHA hockey. That's right. I forgot about the new coach. They do have that. They have uh, this is actually going to be their 20th uh, season coming up this year. So that's going to be exciting for them to, to have their 20th season of playing. So that's uh, exciting. And then uh, their first game is coming up fast. Uh, September 9th and the 10th against Alabama is going to be their first weekend of games. So they're, they're starting really early here. And uh, they'll be starting in just a couple of weeks from now. 
So that's uh, that. You know, that's always interesting to me, know. Stephen. Is some of these teams start so early and some play so late, and I don't know what what pans out or or how they go about that. If it's just the way the schedule works out or the ice time scheduling uh, games in certain arenas works out, but. Um, I thought that was interesting to me because remember last year we talked and, and certainly in the COVID year, we talked about teams that played a whole bunch of games and other teams that didn't play very many at all. And we wondered how that was going to affect them when it got to tournament time. And, you know, I'm thinking about the ones up in North Dakota that, that continued to play right through and uh, just had a ton of games, usually against uh, a common, their own common opponent. But um, that's, that's interesting, I think, to, to see when teams start out two weeks before everybody else or three weeks. Yeah, it's I, it's kind of yeah, it is interesting that everybody kind of starts at different times. I mean, it seems like majority of the teams start at in October and they play and they and they have pretty much play every weekend until the end of the season. There's some weekends where they don't play. Certainly Thanksgiving, obviously they're off for the holidays holidays around December, but uh but yeah, other than that they're they're playing. But they've got these other teams that start in September, real early in September and so obviously their schedule is going to be a little bit more spread out. They'll be more open weekends. And, and I don't know. I guess that can be good in some ways because then you, you go these periods where you're not playing, but it also kind of gets hard to get into a flow, I guess, if you're if you're playing a weekend here and then you, you're off. Like, um, you know, but they're going to they're gonna start against uh, Alabama and then they're going to play – then they're going to go away and play uh, Waldorf at the uh, 16th and the 17th and then – They'll host Colorado on September 30th and October 1st, and then goes from there. So, I mean, you know, then there's going to be a weekend in between that and the Missouri State games. And, um, you know, and so then they're also going to play Arizona State on the 10th. They're going to host Arizona State on the 10th of November um, and then Grand Canyon on the 11th and the 12th. So that's going to be a weekend there if they can see Arizona schools. They're going to host their in-state rivals, UCO, on December 2nd and the 3rd. And then uh, they're going to do a little Battle of the Edge at Arctic uh, Edge Ice Arena, the, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th. They're going to and See they're going to come out and play. Up. Yeah, and they're going <laughs> to play at, U, at UNLV on the 27th and the 28th. So they're going to be coming out here to, to Las Vegas this year. September? No, uh, this um, January. Oh, January. Okay. All right. So that's good news. We'll see uh, Oklahoma play. Um I looked at Colorado, and it's a big blank slate for you, but I dug some stuff up for you. Well, good. I was hoping you would because I, I the, don't want to do all the work here. for. I wanted to leave some <laughs> stuff for you. The Marsh whip around has turned into the Strandy whip around, or at least the Strandy U-turn. Uh, <laughs> uh, they have announced their uh, their D1 roster, which uh, is on their Twitter account at, um, I believe it is at, let me give you the correct one here. It's at CU Buffs Hockey. Uh, they've also got a new media person that's taking care of uh, the media there. Um, Carrie Ann Danahe is going to be uh, taking care of that. So uh, look for them to start putting more and more out as the season goes along. But they just finished up a week of tryouts, and they have a D1 roster and a full D2 roster. So uh, there's there's some good things happening for Benny Toller and the, at the Buffaloes. And we knew that was going to happen, or at least I did, because – uh, I saw them play a few times last year, and I, I knew it was just a matter of time before Benny got um, better control of the program and uh, put his stamp on it, and uh, that's what he's done. I mean, Colorado now is on the rise. People always ask me that. They go, you know, how does uh, Denver Air Force and Colorado College, three of the smaller universities in, in uh, 
Colorado have NCAA teams. And what's going on with Colorado and Colorado State? Why don't they have more powerful teams? Well, it's all got to do with with the, the drive, the people that want to uh, support it and take it on and bring it to the next level. And Benny does a great job with the uh, the Buffaloes. And I would look for them to be a, a tough team to play against all year long. I'm not going to say they're going to win the uh, the conference, but they're going to be battling. And you're going to know when you go to Colorado that you've got uh, a game on your hands. Yeah, I, and I love when going to their place and watching a couple of games there, even though it's really cold in that in that rink there in the, the, the rec center there in Colorado. Oh, but. come on, Vegas boy. <laughs> you can handle although, it. Although I would love that. As it's 110 <laughs> degrees uh, here in Las Vegas the next few days. I would, I would, we would love a little bit of cold, cold weather, but uh, I know it wouldn't be long before I'd be complaining about how cold it is. That's just how it goes. But <laughs> but uh, I do mention one other thing I found on their Instagram page here. It's just so we kind of have to like – do live scouring here as the show goes on, but uh, their hockey, tor- their uh, golf tournament, they they are putting one of those on. Uh, this will be their first annual golf tournament. That's going to be September 10th, and that's going to be at the Twin Peaks Golf Course in uh, Longmont, Colorado. So uh, that's going to be happening on the 10th of September. So they're, they're going to. This will be their first annual. So other teams, we said, are six, seven years into theirs. So Colorado's going to try one and and see how it goes for them to try to raise some money for their program and and hopefully people can go out and support them. They've got sponsorships. Let me turn this on. A little secret here, Colorado. Ask UNLV what they do. Because they've got 152 players. They couldn't get any more out there. They couldn't even let their coaches play because there was no room. So, uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Good I'm for sure them. They, good for I'm them sure to they, get off to a good start. I, I, I'm sure they, they get plenty of golfing in, <laughs> in the rest of the year. So if they didn't get to oh, play. Nick and Anthony, you know where the darts That's go, been, right? Put his picture up, guys, and just start throwing darts at him. Going down to who, me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, that was a little big. They get plenty of golf in. Well, I'm uh, sure that, no, I mean, that you know, it's Vegas. They get golf in. And I know, certainly Nick does, because I, I know he's got another uh, thing that he's involved with that that's a golf thing. So I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of golf in his, his life right I'm now, teasing too. So. You. I'm teasing you. All right. But, uh, so, so the buffs are going to be season. formidable. There's no doubt about it. Let's move on to the Colorado State Rams. And let's talk about what the Rams are doing. They got a new coach last year. Um, they're rebuilding that program, making it a little bit, a uh, lot more competitive, I should say. They had tryouts, as you mentioned uh, in your notes to me, um, on August 23rd to the 25th, so very similar to what Colorado did. I have not seen anything on them, though. Have you seen uh, as far as rosters or anything like that? Because I- I'm digging and I don't see it. No, I mean, that's why it's pretty blank under there, because I didn't, I couldn't find that uh, That. That's that's always been in, kind of interesting. The last few years, you know, as we try to do these things and and do these whip arounds and other little news and notes kind of things. And well, I did been, I did find the tryouts on their. Uh, well, I found that too, at yeah. CSU D one hockey. They they did have their tryouts. That's probably where you found it, mm-hmm. up at the uh, Epic in Fort Collins. The Epic, love it. You, you know what that is, right? Yeah, the Edora Ice and Pool Center. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. There's uh, there's a pool. And the ice rink right in the same building is fantastic. It's a great place. Fort Collins, one of the best places in the country to visit and to watch hockey. So if you get a chance to get up there and watch the Rams play, definitely do that. They are on the rise. So two Colorado teams that are maybe flying a little bit under the radar this year. They're they're a little bit um, undescript, should we put it that way, as far as what they have out there. But look out. They're, uh, they're part of the WCHL, and they know if they want to uh, – uh, compete, 
they're going to have to put out their very best every night. And uh, I think that'll make a difference as far as where they finish in the uh, WCHL this year. Well, I think when you get back to Colorado out of the uh, Valley of the Sun there and you get back to Colorado and as the season starts up and when you don't have any NCAA stuff going on, which that may never be the case, but you maybe can visit, pay a visit and knock on the doors of uh, Colorado, Colorado State and get some information. Uh, from, you can count them. on that. You can count on that because <laughs> uh, we, we definitely want to include them in everything we do. But that's uh, that's a big part of it. Good stuff, Stephen. Way to wrap it up, uh, whip it around, and uh, and show us a little bit of everything. Yeah, and I believe I, neither of those teams are going to be coming out to to Vegas this year, so they won't make their the trips here. They used to, you know, UNLV used to have a trip there every year, but now with the new scheduling of the of the WCHL, and then of course also um, what kind of schedule UNLV wants to put together, um, they they don't they don't they're not scheduled as often, so. Um, you know, we'll see what happens down future seasons. If uh, other things don't work out as they're planning to, and they they're in the ACHA going forward, then eventually they'll meet up again. But and the other thing is, like I mentioned at the top of the show, San Diego State, Oregon added to our coverage area. We certainly didn't leave them out on purpose. We talked about it. We said we're going to do a WCHL whip around, and we'll include San Diego State and Oregon next week, along with uh, some friends of ours in the ACHA D1, which would be. The Adrian Bulldogs and, of course, uh, the Liberty Flames will bring them on as well because uh, both of them will have interactions with uh, our teams in the WCHL and in our coverage areas, Liberty especially. I mean, they're they're just coming uh, great guns, coming even to uh, Vegas to play some hockey. Yeah, Liberty's going to be coming out to, to Las Vegas and play uh, UNLV. I, also, I think they're also going to play the Alaska Anchorage uh, NCAA Team for the sea Wolves, yes, they're going to get for, them. I think Wednesday night is UNLV, and Thursday night uh, the Sea Wolves will take on uh, Anchorage. And I'm not sure if they'll play that in Henderson at the Dollar Loan Center or where that second game will be played. But then we know that Liberty will stay around and play UNLV on the weekend. So that's going to be a big weekend of hockey in in Vegas. And if you love college hockey, get out and see yeah. this uh, this week because that's four pretty quality opponents or three pretty quality opponents and, and we know it's uh it's big time because i know i'm sure uh you will make your plans to to be there <laughs> so then you know it's big time right yeah it's Scott, even bigger Scott time it... when it's big time when there's nca stuff involved and, and you're going to be in <laughs> vegas a lot because you'll have that and then you'll have the the uh, hall of fame uh, hockey hall of fame game at the end of uh of, of october with arizona state involved in that but it's not really big time until Paul Hornstein shows up. So once we get Paul out of the basement and he shows up, oh, that's then exciting. you know it's well, see, big time. We'd love to see him out here in Vegas. I know when he came out here in, uh, what what was that? The, was that in uh, COVID year? Was that 2020 or 2021? The beginning of 2021, I think. Yeah, I think and, so. Uh, when we did the shows from, we did the shows from the, from the D, which was, a, yeah. which, was a, which was a fun adventure and got to hang out at the, at the, at the pool there. At <laughs> even, though of, even though none of us went in the pool. <laughs> uh, no, we were too busy. We we're doing it, we we're doing work. We were doing work, and the music was bumping, and the Golden Knights <laughs> were on, and and the football yep. was on, and everything was going on. It was a fun night, but yeah. So yeah, that's, that's Vegas. That's every that's night, Vegas. In Vegas that's, right? That's every night, in Vegas, just about. Yep. Okay, so we kind of got the wrapper on. We didn't do anything on the women's Look at that, one minute to go. Look at that, 729, one minute to go. (laughs) Nice work. Um, I'll tell you, we will touch on the ASU women's program because just a quick thing on there. I know they had a change on their Twitter handle. Uh, It was acquired by Arizona State. I'm not sure why, but uh, it's a slight change. Uh, If you look for Arizona State women's hockey, it's changed, I think, to women's hockey ASU. 
instead of ASU women's hockey. So not sure why, but uh, they did have a slight change. And, of course, they've had tryouts, and they're competing for a national tournament bid as well. And, of course, Utah with their program getting better and better, and Colorado and Colorado State, uh, their programs continue to grow, and Metro. I mean, there's so much good women's hockey going on too right now that uh, we don't want to leave them out. But, again, it's one of those things where you run into time constraints. So hopefully we'll get something uh, on them in the next couple of weeks. And I believe we'll get somebody from Utah next week as our guest. So if you're a Utah fan, you want to listen up, no matter if it's uh, Morgan Feeney or uh, A.J. Bolden or, you know, just go right down the list. They've got great coaches and great programs. So we'll talk Utah hockey, I think, next week. Yeah, that'll, that'll be exciting. I can't can't wait for that. Okay, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, the Great West College Hockey Podcast was brought to you by the University of Arizona. ACHA D1 Hockey, a rich history, past, present, and future. By Summer Skates, whether you choose our original red, a custom logo, or our new black shower shoes, show off your game with style at summerskates.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division One Hockey, and a world-class education in any of our 300 majors. By M-Drive, real results, real people. Try M-Drive Boost to look and feel your best. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611. South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Also, their new Henderson location, too, off Boulder Highway. Uh, be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue, Las Vegas style. Drury Inn and Suites, our quality and value have earned us 16 straight JD Power Awards. Book your stay at drurihotels.com. Liberty University, strengthen your faith, your game, and your education at liberty.edu. And by Burrito Express, authentic Mexican food, fresh from our family recipes with six East Valley locations. The Great West College Hockey Podcast and all of Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Well done, my friend. I do want to say we are very, very close to 30,000 downloads. I believe we're less than 500, maybe less than 400 downloads away. So uh, tell your friends, get out there and uh, download some podcasts for us. Get us over that 30K mark. I was hoping it would happen before September 1st. Probably not going to happen in the next four or five hours or so. But um, the closer we get, the better it gets. And uh, we'll continue to bring you great ACHA coverage on the Great West College Hockey Podcast. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and Peacemakers De Niro. Good night, everybody.